A NAS is a device that connects on your network and offers its storage as a mountable drive or other method of sharing files on the network. They are normally very expensive as they have hot swap drive bays and need to be easily used by people who need something up and running quickly. Companies like Synology and CAP make NAS appliances, and while they can be cheap, they usually are two or one bay devices with a tiny ARM processor and single or dual gigabit Ethernet. I didn't want to pay upwards of £200 for a device like that, and wanted something that was faster and had more options, for a lot less cost. The server. First, I had to pick a server I was going to run the software on. I wanted to have hot swap drive bays, space for lots of RAM and a decent processor, although it isn't very necessary. I decided on a HP ProLiant DL380G7, as I found an auction on eBay which I ended up winning for £39. It has 8 hard drive bays, 2.5 inches SAS 6GB, as well as 2 Xeon 5520S, complete overkill for this NAS. Secondly, I bought some RAM to go with my server. It came with 4GB, and I managed to get 4GB for free, so I bought another 8GB of ECC DDR3 memory to go with my server, bringing the total RAM to 16GB and the price to £49. Next, I bought a 900GB 2.5-inch SAS drive for £21, and bought the drive caddy for another £6. I can always upgrade storage at a later date, and I didn't have more money on hand at the moment of purchase, so I am only going to have one hard drive for now. Still, a one-bay NAS from Synology costs £165, over double what I ended up paying. Complete Parts List HP ProLiant DL380G7 Server 39 pounds 8 gigabytes of PC3 10600 RAM 10 pounds 900 gigabytes HDD 21 pounds drive caddy 6 pounds total cost 76 pounds software for the software i went with true nas core as i had very good specs and wanted the great zfs features with an easy setup to install true nas i used elo on the server and installed true nas using the remote console onto a usb stick that i plugged in on the inside of the server setting up the hdd was easy i configured it as a raid 0 in the raid setup on the server this is an ideal but the P410i is a pain to get working in HBA mode, and added it to the data V2V in the pool from the true NAS interface. How good is it? For £76, I was shocked at how well it performs. I was getting gigabit speed all the time, maxing out my NIC and had a bit more than 800 gigabytes of space after formatting. On its own, it seems good, but it gets a lot better when you compare it with similarly priced alternatives. Prices shown are configured without hard drives. My NAS, 49 pounds Synology. DS118, 165 pounds Raspberry Pi 4. 73 pounds and 50 pence 8 SFF drive bays, 1 3.5 inch drive bay, no drive bays, 2 USB 3 ports and 2 USB 2 port space for up to 384 gigabytes of RAM, 16 gigabytes as configured, DDR3 1 gigabyte of memory, DDR4 8 gigabytes of memory. LPDDR4 8 cores, 16 threads running at 2.26 GHz, clocked at 1.6 for power saving quad core 1.4 GHz processor quad core 1.5 GHz processor enterprise grade rate and snow data redundancy can use ZFS if configured with multiple HDDS4 internal 1 gigabit NICs, expansion card with another 4, 
8 gigabit with link aggregation 1 gigabit Ethernet port 1 gigabit Ethernet port support for a slog or L2 arc for extra speed and support for hot spares in case of drive failure no ZFS or RAID features can set up ZFS with two disks fully featured IPMI for remote management no IPMI no IPMI not very power efficient very power efficient extremely power efficient moderately loud silent silent large 2U around 80 to 90 centimeters depth, very small credit card sized without hard drives. Conclusion The only downsides to my solution is size, noise and power efficiency. To combat the power issues, I turned on the option in the BIOS for low power usage. If this was installed at an office, the server noise wouldn't be noticeable and is 100% livable with even in my small room. If size is an issue, this is not going to cut it, but for about any other scenario, My NAS is cheaper and much faster and better than the other options out there. With the Synology, you pay a big premium to get a NAS without any redundancy or any advanced features, but this is ideal for small offices where space, noise and ease of use is needed. Setting up a server or Raspberry Pi isn't the sort of thing small offices want to deal with, and with Synology you get better support. If one of your drives fails, however, all your data is gone without a backup. If you run out of space, you are forced to get a completely new system. You do get their very good software, but running something like Plex on this isn't going to be feasible. With the Raspberry Pi, you can get a 2GB model for £35, but it isn't going to be particularly quick and you still miss out on ZFS if you aren't willing to delve into the command line, whereas TrueNAS does this for you. With my build, you have support for expansion in the future with 8 drive bays and an internal SATA drive, the optical drive, as well as the ability to configure them how you would like them to be configured. You could set up something like Nextcloud and Plex on top of it to have a full media setup and a cloud solution with Jails and TrueNAS. You have support for many users and different authentication methods as well as being able to run lots of software. You also have link aggregation, if you need the extra speed on the network. Overall, it's a killer solution for under £80 which can beat at much higher price NAS devices and destroys the competition at its price point. Pretty good deal if you ask me.